0: Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue and finish the book of Jonah today by reading together Jonah chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. So Jonah has shared the message with the Ninevites. The Ninevites have miraculously repented, turned towards God as a nation. Jonah is really frustrated by this because of his own prejudice, his own desire to see a wicked people destroyed. And so he goes and sits on the mountain and pouts. And God asks him, is, it, is this okay for you to be angry about this? He doesn't answer God. And then the plant grows up to give him shade. The next day the worm eats the plant. He's really frustrated. He wants to die. And we finish chapter 4 like this. Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and it died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? Okay, so I wanted to reread this end of chapter 4 so that we could just see a couple of things that we need to see before we finish this book. One, I think it's amazing to remember that the guy who looks so bad in this book, Jonah, the one who ran from God, the one who rebelled, the one who then when God used him to do something amazing went and sat on the mountain and pouted. It, It doesn't end by saying and then Jonah realized his mistakes and then Jonah did this great thing. It ends right there. That's the end of the book. But we have to remember, Jonah wrote this book for us. Jonah must have seen in his life, in time, just how God, he must, God must have gotten this message through to Jonah. This question must have stayed with Jonah. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? See, God loved the people of Nineveh. Despite how Jonah felt about them, God loved them. And he told them, there's more than 120,000 people here living in spiritual darkness. See, this passage reveals God is compassionate. He, He loves people. And not just the Ninevites does he love. He loves all people. He has a heart for all people, no matter how wicked they are. He cannot love you more or less than he does right now. Even people who are living in the worst imaginable sin like the Ninevites were, God loved them. And he was compassionate in how he dealt with them. And he was compassionate in how he dealt with Jonah. See, God patiently dealt with both different kinds of people, with the prophet who was angry because of his mercy and grace and with the uh, sinful nation of Nineveh. Jonah's compassion was toward a plant and it was only for selfish reasons. The plant gave him shade. The compassion uh, showed the only thing that he was compassionate about were things that benefited him, things that caused him to have a better quality of life. And when the plant is taken away from him, you see his anger against God. He even wants to die. Because see, even sometimes, this can happen to you and I. Our sin, our selfishness, we only view things through our own perspective. And so if something has harmed us or if something has gone wrong against us or perceived wrong against us, we feel that deserves the very most greatest pouring out of the wrath of God. But the truth is, we have to remember, is God loves everyone. The sinner and the one who is hurt by the sin, both he loves. Both he has a desire for. Both he has a desire for his grace and his mercy. And this makes Jonah furious. See, Jonah's love is misplaced. Jonah loves first and foremost himself. And anything that becomes, comes in between his love for himself and his pleasure he turns with wrath and anger against. See, even though Jonah is angry with God, we still see God gently dealing with him out of his love and compassion, giving him opportunity after opportunity, pursuing him, talking with him, trying to help him to understand his perspective. In the Gospels, we see Jesus' compassion on display a multitude of times, over and over again. His compassion towards those afflicted, towards those oppressed, towards those whose society had pushed to the margin. He never, ever told those people, what you're doing is good. You should keep doing what you're doing. But he loved them in spite of what they did. He accepted them. He ate with them This brought Jesus great criticism from the religious people. Look, he eats with sinners. He parties with sinners. But Jesus was not going to let other people's view get in the way of him showing compassion and love to suffering and hurting people. This is the heart of God, the desire of God, that people would know that He loves them. And through His love, they would be empowered to change. Through His uh, purpose, His ways, through becoming a disciple and learning to obey all that He commanded, they would become uh, able to walk in and change. We often have the wrong thinking that people first need to change from their sin from their sinful lifestyles and then god can accept them or we can accept them but the truth of the gospel is the only hope people have for change is to first experience the love the rich the wide the deep love of jesus and through his love and through his spirit they can begin to see their lifestyle and their lives change See, it's the experience that we have of God's love and His compassion that leads our heart to change. And as we meditate on God's love for us, may our hearts be inspired to love those who are around us. As Jesus served us with compassion and with love, may we serve others with compassion and love because of what He has done for us. Let's pray. God Thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you that you have given us the ability, the power to change from our sinful ways because of your great love for us. Let us never forget it. We did nothing to earn it. We do nothing, God, to deserve it. But it comes completely out of your wonderful nature. You are love. So today I want to receive your love and I want to give it away. In Jesus' name.